Everyone, it's that time again. Today's health update, Roy Williams, the guru of good health, the superintendent of supplementation, uh, just fired up about uh, a lot of things, but I'm really, really fired up about the Word of God. You know, I spend a great deal of time each week uh, studying, uh, reading, and, and listening to uh, really powerful faith-based people, people who understand the first, second, and third earth age, uh, the people that understand God's word, that teach God's word, uh, you know, uh, one chapter at a time, one verse at a time, and help people so that they can understand what your message really is. Uh, You know, we need to all be praying and thinking about this. Uh, I know a lot of you listening to me go to church. Uh, You need to uh, use discernment. Okay, don't judge your pastor. Don't judge your teachers. Don't, I don't want you to do anything like that. We're not to judge. God is the judge. But he told us to develop discernment. What does that mean? That means ask questions. Is what your preacher doing 
uh, teaching you the Word of God? Is what your teacher teaching you, is it the Word of God or is it man's traditions? I mean, after you leave church service, uh, can you sit back and take a deep breath and go, wow, that is so interesting uh, what God is teaching us? Not what that man or that woman's teaching you, but what is God teaching you about the Word of God? Uh, you know, God made it very clear that the beginning of wisdom uh, is the love or reverence for the Lord. How do you show that you love or have reverence for the Lord? You study his word, and you remember we're warned throughout the word of God uh, to, to not let uh, the teachings of man take away from the word of God. Uh, I mean, there's people out there right now that would like for you to believe uh, that they have the interpretation of God's word when in reality uh, they've just allowed their own, I would call it, uh, uh, beliefs to get into the system. Uh, they, they allow their own desires uh, to control what they're saying. Uh, you know, they may not be using the word of God and letting the Holy Spirit lead them. So uh, just be careful because in these end times that it seems like we're in, and I can't put a date on the end times. Nobody can. I mean, only God knows. Uh, but the way things are shaping up, we need to know what to expect. For instance, you do know uh, that Christ does not set foot on this earth. You call it the second coming, whatever you want. Uh, he does not set foot on this earth until uh, Satan has been here uh, for at least five months deceiving the public, trying to convince the public that he is the Christ. And I'm scared to death for so many people out there. I have a, a lot of compassion for people out there who've been taught their whole lives that you don't have to know the word of God. You don't have to know revelation. All you have to do is say this prayer and you're saved forever and ever. And it's, uh, it doesn't matter what you do after that. From now on, uh, you are covered. Uh, that's not biblical. That's man's traditions. It sounds good and it makes you feel good. It makes you think, well, I don't have to understand Revelation. I don't have to understand the Word of God chapter by chapter and verse by verse. When in reality, uh, they are, uh, I would call it handcuffing God's outreached arms. Read it in Ecclesiastes. Uh, blocking people from knowing the truth. What is the truth? Uh, you know, you got to be careful that man's traditions don't blot out or make void the Word of God is what we're told. So be careful when you're listening to people teaching you, uh, supposedly teaching you the Bible and teaching you, uh, you know, the Word of God. Make sure that that's what they're teaching you and not man's traditions and be sure what they're saying is not nullifying something else that's in the Word of God. Because when you know the truth, you'll see that you can't nullify the Word of God using the Word of God. It is all completely balanced from start to finish. little confusing sometimes, no doubt. That's why I spend so much time making sure that when I read the Word of God to you, like right now I'm in Proverbs, we're in chapter 12, we're going to start with verse 22 where we left off last week. If you want to follow along the King James Version, but I spend a great deal of time taking those words and breaking it down into the original Hebrew uh, so that we will know what they were really trying to get across to us. Because remember, uh, men were involved in the 18 
uh, hundred, uh, you know, translation of, uh, you know, the Word of God. We call it the Bible, okay? And man makes mistakes. A lot of times you'll learn also in Colossians, for instance, uh, that the Kenites were already involved. That's the offspring of Satan were already involved in the bookkeeping uh, for uh, the uh, Israeli people, for the uh, Israelite, the tribes of Israel, and for the tribes of Judah. And uh, they get in there and they, they make void the word of God by changing just a little bitty things. Remember, when Satan tried to deceive Christ, tried to tempt him, uh, he, he would use the word of God, but watch him. He twists it just a little bit on the end or, or somewhere in the middle and makes void the true word of God. And boy, what did Jesus do? He knew the word of God. He knew his Father's word because he is the word. Jesus is the living word. And what did he do? He straightened Satan out using the true word of God. And that's what we've got to be able to do. So look, if you want to follow along, get your King James Version. I'm going to give you Proverbs chapter 12, verse 22 first. You know, I know we ended with that one last week. We're going to cover it again. And then we're going to go on through. But what I do is I give you the King James Version, and then I give you uh, a modern English version uh, that is taken from the Hebrew to make sure I have given you the true word of God as God wanted us to have it. And trust me, Proverbs is wisdom. Proverbs is the word of God. And it is so important that you teach your children and even allow your children. You listen to anything I teach about the word of God on the radio. All your children can listen to it and should listen to it. So they got that foundation. All right, enough of that today. I just wanted to felt moved by the Holy Spirit to share that with you. Make sure that who's teaching you supposedly the Word of God is the Word of God, and if it is, a child can understand it. Did you hear me? I'm talking about all of it, revelations included. A child can understand it, all right? So verse 22, lying lips, and there's a lot of that going on today, are abomination to the Lord, but they that deal truly are his delight. In modern English, that would read, those who tell lies, okay, are detestable. That's what uh, abomination means to God. It means detestable. It makes him want to vomit. All right. So those who tell lies are detestable to the one true God, but those who strive to tell the truth are pleasing to him. Uh, you know, they lied to you right from the beginning when you were a child. They told you that they're, uh, Adam and Eve ate of an apple tree. Uh, that's just not biblical. You cannot see that in the Word of God. It's not there. The word apple's not even used. Uh, and when it's talking about a tree, if you read Hebrew, it means uh, the core of a human being. Uh, the tree has, uh, you know, uh, the core. It has the, the main uh, root coming out of the ground with the, with the tree itself and then the branches off of it. That's the true Word of God. It's solid. Uh, so I'm going to read it again in modern English. Those who tell lies are detestable. Make God sick uh, to the one true God, but those who strive to tell the truth are pleasing to him. Verse 23, a prudent man concealeth knowledge, but the heart of fools proclaimeth foolishness. Uh, so uh, what is a prudent person? Let's leave that in modern English. A wise person conceals knowledge. Prudent means you've studied, you've shown yourself approved, okay? You're, 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 you're focused on the truth. So a wise person conceals knowledge, okay? 
but the mind of the foolish people announces their foolishness. Now, you'd ask yourself, why would a wise person conceal knowledge? They don't open their mouth till it is appropriate, that until uh, you know the Holy Spirit's leading them in that direction. Uh, a very important verse to understand. Uh, but remember, if you're listening to a foolish person, that's what a fool is, uh, they announce their foolishness. You can see it. You can hear it. You can see it in their actions. Verse 24, the hand of the diligent shall bear rule, but the slothful shall be under tribute. All right, modern English would say the power of the industrious will have dominion. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let me tell you something. God don't like lazy people. He likes industrious people, but he likes people that reads his word and spreads his word and is truthful to God's word. So the power of those who are industrious will have dominion. They're going to have power. That's what dominion is, rule, okay? But the lazy will become slaves. You know, if you're living under tribute, uh, you are caught up in slavery. You may not want to admit it, uh, but you are. Uh, you know, you, some of you get so far in debt that you, everything you pay just about is interest, and you're a slave. Uh, you know, remember, the borrower, they are slaves to the lenders. That's the way it works. Uh, Proverbs twelve twenty five, <clears throat> King James Version says, Heaviness in the heart of man maketh it stoop, but a good man maketh it glad. You see those old uh, words, uh, you know, English words that they used in the 1800s like maketh and stoop? That's a little confusing to us, so let's clear it up. Modern English. Sorrow in the mind of people will weigh them down, but a pleasant person makes the mind glad. You ever been around a pleasant person? <clears throat> they, uh, you know, they'll cheer you up. They'll make you glad that you know them. They'll they'll make you feel good about yourself. They won't be tearing you down, and that's what a, a Christian is all about. Twelve twenty six. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> I'll get my voice cleared up in a minute. <clears throat> twenty six says the righteous is more excellent than his neighbor, but the way of the wicked seduceth them. All right, modern English. The upright investigate before choosing friends, okay? They listen. Uh, they, they want to know about them. But the way of the ungodly deceive them. Trust me, ungodly people are just like Satan himself. They're deceivers. They lie. They're there to steal your very soul. Well, Proverbs twelve twenty seven, King James says, The slothful man roasteth not that which which is took in hunting, but the substance of a diligent man is precious. Let's read that in modern English. The lazy person does not procure or, I mean, prepare, uh, in other words, cook what they took from hunting. You know, a lazy person will shoot that deer or that rabbit and just leave it laying there to rot. That's just terrible. Remember, God don't like lazy people. You don't kill things you don't eat just for fun, unless they're pestilence. You know, if there's a, uh, there are certain things like a, if a rattlesnake's on in your yard and your children are playing, you kill that rattlesnake. It's that's you're not necessarily going to eat it, but you're going to get rid of that danger from your children. The last part of that verse in modern English goes, but the pros, pro, possession, but the possession of the industrious person is valuable. In other words, what they have, the possessions 
uh, are of an industrious person. It's valuable stuff, and even though it's uh, it's probably worldly in some cases. It's still valuable. It serves a purpose. A purpose. Proverbs twelve twenty eight, King James. In the way of righteousness is life, and in the pathway thereof there is no death. Wow, would you? How would you like to live forever? You know, Christ promises that. But how do you get that? Well, by living righteous. What does righteous mean? You do the right things. Uh, You live life according to God's rules. Modern English, verse 28, would say, uh, in the path of righteousness, uh, that's acting within God's standard, in other words, is a good life. And in that path, there is everlasting life. You know, for God so loved the world Uh, that he gave his only begotten son so that whosoever believed in him would not perish, but have what? Everlasting life. What a powerful chapter, chapter 12 is. I hope you're taking these things to heart and, uh, you know, putting them deep in your mind and using them uh, for correction and instruction and sharing it with your children and grandchildren. Let's go to Proverbs 13, chapter 1. We'll get a few verses in this one today. A wise son heareth his father's instruction, but a scorner heareth not rebuke. Here we go again using some of them English words back in the day, uh, heareth and, and scorner. <laughs> what are those things? Let's look at it modern English. A wise child, it don't matter if it's a son or a daughter. Remember, when it says son, uh, it's, uh, we're not talking about gender. So in modern English, it would read, a wise child listens to their parents' instructions, not just their father's, but their parents' instruction. But a mocker pays no attention to correction. That's what a scorner is. They're mockers. You ever been around a mocker? Make you sick. Uh, they'll mock all the truth you give them. They'll just mock it and try to tear it down and destroy it because they don't want the truth. Uh, chapter 13, verse 2, King James, a man shall eat good by the faith, by, I mean, sorry, by the fruit of his mouth, but the soul of the transgressors shall eat violence. That's pretty plain, but let me read it in modern English. Each person shall prosper because of the words they choose. But the life force of the ungodly will be consumed by destruction. When you read soul, uh, like it says in, the, in King James, but the soul of the transgressor shall eat violence. Let me read that again. But the life force, that's what your soul is, of the ungodly will be consumed by destruction. Uh, it's going to eat them alive. It definitely will. Proverbs thirteen three: He that keepeth his mouth keepeth his life, but he that it openeth wide his lips shall have destruction. You ever been around somebody that just runs off at that mouth? <clears throat> they try to uh, talk so much that you don't get to say anything. Uh, <laughs> listen, <they're, laughs> what are they doing? Uh, they're leading you toward destruction. They talk too much. Uh, and, and, you know, it's just that simple. So remember, uh, if you read chapter 13, uh, verse 3, those who guard their speech, modern English, preserve their lives. But those who talk too much will come to ruin. It's that simple. 13.4, the soul of the sluggard desireth and hath nothing, but the soul of the diligent shall be made fat. Now, let's read that in modern English. The desires of the lazy, uh, the desires of the lazy are what others have. They crave what others have. Uh, 
That's what they do. They're lazy. They want what other people have. They want uh, fine cars and pretty clothes and a beautiful home, but they're lazy. What happens to them? The end of that verse would read, but ends up with nothing but the desires of the industrious will be satisfied. Okay? I'm going to read that in modern English again. The desires of the lazy <coughs> craves what others have, but ends up with nothing. But the desires of the industrious, what happens to them, will be satisfied. Uh, you want to be satisfied? <coughs> Learn God's word. Uh, get into his wisdom, not man's wisdom, but God's wisdom. And you know, science and that bunch today would have you believe that they know more than God knows. They'll have you believe in uh, things like, uh, you know, that we come from uh, from apes or tadpoles. Don't get into that garbage. That's just garbage. <laughs> I'll call it garbage dump thinking. Proverbs thirteen five: A righteous man hateth lying, but a wicked man is loathsome and cometh to shame. Uh, what would it say in modern English? A righteous person despises deception. They just can't stand it. But an ungodly person is abhorred and ends up ashamed. Okay, that's what loathsome means. It's abhorred. Uh, it's appalling. It's disgusting. Okay, but an ungodly person is disgusting, you might say, and ends up ashamed. They embarrassed themselves. Uh, Proverbs thirteen six: Righteousness keepeth him that is upright in the way, but wickedness overthroweth the sinner. Modern English: The righteous person follows God's wisdom. But wickedness causes the sinner to stumble. Always has, always will. 13.7. There is that maketh himself rich, yet hath nothing. There is that maketh himself poor, yet hath great riches. Uh, modern English is easier for me. There are those who look and act rich, but have huge indebtedness. But there are those that look and act poor, but have accumulated great wealth. You ever met somebody like that? Oh, yeah, they may be dressed in overhauls and, and you know, poor-looking clothing and dri driving a, a, a very inexpensive automobile, living in a very small home. But what? If you knew the truth, you'd find out they have accumulated great wealth. You just don't know it. That's awesome. Proverbs thirteen eight: The ransom of a man's life are his riches, but the poor heareth not rebuke. What does ransom mean? In this case, it's the the compensation of a person's life is their accomplishments. But the needy will not listen to correction. Uh, you can see how much people have accomplished. You can tell, uh, you know, if, if they're living according to God's laws and rules. And some people say, yeah, but I've seen people that was... Uh, you know, into drugs and alcohol and, and uh, immorality and all kinds of things, and they had more money. Yeah, but you got to read the rest of the book. <laughs> Their day's coming. Uh, they're made for destruction. It's that simple. It tells you that in the Bible. So let's look at Proverbs thirteen nine. The light of the righteous rejoiceth, but the lamp of the wicked shall be put out. Modern English. The attitude of the upright creates cheerfulness. You ever been around an upright person? Got a positive attitude. Uh, like I say, builds you up. They don't tear you down. They give you the possibilities instead of the dreads. That's what they do. 
Uh, so the attitude of the upright creates cheerfulness, makes you feel good about yourself and everybody else. What does the end of that verse say? But the light of the ungodly will be rejected. In other words, they're, uh, they're, they'll find out that they've been lying to you. They're telling you that they're the light, but they're liars. And that's what Satan is, is a liar. He'll tell you he's the light. He's going to end up telling you that he's Jesus. Don't fall for that. Remember, Jesus don't come till the seventh trump. Satan comes on the sixth. You got to put up with him first. And you may have to uh, testify in front of him that you believe in Jesus Christ. That would be such a privilege, wouldn't it? Uh, let's look at Proverbs thirteen ten. Okay, only by pride cometh contention, but with the well advised is wisdom. Modern English: because of pride there is strife or quarrels, you might say. But from those who are well advised, advised comes wisdom. Uh, you, you know, if you're around somebody that's well-advised, they got right information, truthful information, uh, you'll learn a lot of things. You'll become wiser. Stay away from those people that's full of pride, though, because they're going to create, what, quarrels and strife. You ever been around somebody everywhere you went, they were full of quarrels and strife? Of course you have. Proverbs thirteen eleven: Wealth gotten by vanity shall be diminished, but he that gathereth by labor shall increase. Modern English, riches, listen to me, riches gifted or acquired by inheritance will dwindle away, but those who work intelligently will grow wealth. You ever met someone that inherited a whole lot and a few years later it was all gone? That's because they had no wisdom in how to manage money. But those who work intelligently will grow wealth. That means if you inherit it and, you're, and you are intelligent, you listen to God's word and you live according to God's ways, you will be blessed. You do it God's way, you'll be blessed. You do it man's way, no, it ain't going to be so good for you. Thirteen twelve. hope deferred maketh the heart sick, but when the desire cometh, it is a tree of life. What does that mean in modern English? Expectation prolonged or drawn out makes the consciousness of humans sad. You know, when you're expecting something and you're just waiting on it, waiting on it, it could make you sad. There's no doubt. But when the desire becomes a reality, it is a reason to live. It makes life exciting again. You, you enjoy getting up again. You want to be a part of everything. Let's look at 13.13. Whoso despiseth the word shall be destroyed. What word's that? That's the word of God. That's words of wisdom. Whoso despiseth the word shall be destroyed, but he that feareth the commandment shall be rewarded. Modern English, those who despise the word of God will be destroyed. It's that simple. But those that revere or love or respect the law of God will be brought into peace. There is a peace that passes all understanding. It's Jesus Christ. It's the belief in him. It's understanding that you were here in the first earth age. Now you're here in the flesh age. And guess what? God gave us a book to live by while we're in these flesh bodies. And if you want that peace, live by that book and watch your life will be more peaceful. Don't mean you won't have problems. It don't mean it'll be a perfect life. But guess what? He'll never put any more on you than he will give you the ability to overcome. It's that simple. Read it in the Word of God. Proverbs thirteen fourteen: The law of the wise is a fountain of life 
to depart from the snares of death. You want to avoid death, and I'm talking about a physical death, but we're also talking about a spiritual death here. Okay, let's read it in modern English. The instruction of the wise is an abundant source of life. Listen to the wise people. It's, it's, it'll create life in you. It'll give you a, a more fulfilling life here on this earth, a more peaceful life. What else does it do? To help us turn away from the entrapment of death. It helps us avoid the snares, y'all, the entrapments uh, that the world offers. Uh, you know, that uh, uh, you're going to rapture out of here. That kind of, that's really not good thinking. It is not biblical. The word rapture is not in the Bible. And why in the world would, would Jesus tell us that we're going to rule and reign with him right here on this earth for a thousand years if we were going to be taken away? Remember, the ones taken away are the ones that follow Satan. Please don't get caught up in that. Wait for the seventh trump. Wait for Jesus Christ in all you do. One more verse, 1315. Uh, good understanding giveth favor, but the way of transgression is hard. I'm going to read that in modern English. Knowing God's word creates a favorable disposition, but the way of life for the unfaithful is rough. I want to thank all of you for listening to today's health update. It's always a privilege to bring it to you. hope you share it with other people. Until next time, may God continue to bless all of us with abundant health. As I said earlier, thank you for choosing to listen to today's health update. If you like what you heard, please consider sharing it with others who need to know the truth. To hear this or any of Roy's shows, go to www.podbean.com, www.podbean.com. And remember, you can learn more by going to our website, www.nhcherbs.com. That's www dot n-h-c-h-e-r-b-s dot com or you can call to get more information at 256-757-0660